Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Game Cola Podcast number 28. My name is Michael Gray. I'll be your host for tonight. And joining me is um, Minji and Leol. People, introduce yourselves. I mean, you could have just called them Lizzle. Lizzle, yeah. We prefer Paul Lizzo, actually. It, it really flows well. Or Pizzo. <laughs> we do not prefer Pizzo. <laughs> I prefer Pizzo. If we have to be Minji, I think you should be Pizzo. <laughs> Minji and Pizzo. Anyway, uh, Pizzo. Pizzo is Paul Franzen, Game Cola's editor-in-chief, and... Uh, I'm Elizabeth Medina Gray, um, aka Lizzo, I guess, because that's that's what makes the word Pizzo. Um, I write chessgame.exe, making the adventure. Uh, and in Team Minji, we have um, I'm Vanjie Rich, uh, sometime delinquent columnist and uh, author of Gamer Girlfriend. And I'm Mark Richway, governor of the Lower Barrows. I also write Quantum Geek. And he does not have an English accent. He tries very hard, though. He really does. Yeah. Okay. And the subject of today's podcast is Miles Edgeworth Ace... What's the, what's the title of this game, by the way? Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth, I think. Yeah, that's the official name of the game. And I think our first topic should be, why is that the official name of the game? Because Miles Edgeworth is a god among men, and he deserves to have his name in the title. He he does, but would not uh, Miles Edgeworth, Ace Prosecutor, be a better name? Hmm. He doesn't really prosecute. Yeah, he really doesn't do any prosecuting in this game. Mm-hmm. That's which made me so sad. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Like I want to lay the law smack down on some fools. <laughs> I was hoping it would be like an episode of Law and Order, except. You know, instead of Sam Watterson there, it's Miles Edgeworth, and you come up with the, you know, the your super smart ways to um, to convict the guy who's trying to wheedle out of it. I mean, it was still fun. I still enjoyed it, because Miles Edgeworth is a god among men. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, well, before we get too far, Michael Gray, why don't you tell us uh, what this game is, for, for anyone out there who doesn't know. Um... Miles Edgeworth, I always call it Miles Edgeworth Ace Attorney Investigations myself, but the Miles Edgeworth game is basically a spin-off of the Phoenix Wright series, in which you star as Phoenix's rival slash friend slash, well, there's a lot of slash written about Phoenix and Edgeworth. <laughs> which I believe Lizzo and appreciates. That's, that's, that's my ship. <laughs> But that's okay. You're, you're not, you're not Phoenix Mia. Mm, I don't know, kind of. Maybe. Phoenix, you're not Phoenix Mia. Why not? It's Phoenix Maya. I, I don't know. Oh, no. Ew. What? <laughs> what do you mean exactly, ew? Exactly. What? She's not that much I know, younger. It's difficult. Oh. It's difficult. So basically, you're asking, am I into necrophilia or pedophilia? Pick <laughs> your poison. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's what Paul is asking. Oh. <laughs> Is right. it, she's she's 19 by the end of the series. It's okay. Isn't she? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was going to be a discussion on uh, Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth, but I'm going to be straight with you. It's just going to be about Phoenix Wright relationships. <laughs> That's all this yeah. is. 
every time we try and get onto a different conversation, <laughs> it's going to go back to, well, what do you think, you know, who do you think Edward is interested in? Or who do you think uh, Kay is interested in? Who do you think Gumshoe is interested in? Well, uh, we know well, Gumshoe. Gumshoe yeah, and Francisca, Gumshoe. obviously. No. What? No. Maggie. Paul. Oh. Oh, wasn't there a fan fiction about that, though? Hmm. But, like, he's no. actually interested in Maggie Bird. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Paul, that was that was case number one of Miles Edgeworth, Ace Attorney. You're right, I'm, and I'm sorry. Did I finish the description of the game? It's basically just <laughs> a spinoff. <laughs> it's a spinoff of the Phoenix Wright series, in which you star as Edgeworth, a prosecutor. And it's sort of different from the Phoenix Wright series, in that it's all third-person and there aren't any courtroom scenes. One of, the, one of the cases takes place in a courtroom, but we don't have any impressive legal battles, which the uh, Phoenix Wright games are well known for. Did I leave anything out? So how do people feel about the lack of courtroom cases in this game? It made me sad. I, I didn't uh, I didn't like it, but what I didn't like more is that they sort of tried to shoehorn the courtroom drama into like outside of the courtroom stuff because like everything happens outside of the courtroom, but Miles Edgeworth is still like interrogating people and acting like he's in the courtroom, and I didn't really think it fit that well. What'd you guys think? I'm with you. Yeah. 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 I think that um, Edgeworth. In this game, instead of being a prosecutor, he should be more like an international man of mystery. <laughs> he's got the ruffles and the British accent, and he's working with the police, so... Wait, how do we know he has a British accent? Because he has ruffles. Clearly. Mm -hmm. Oh. Touché. I never pictured Edgeworth as having a British accent. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, we do have sound clips of Edgeworth, you know, Eureka! Eureka! And, yeah, yeah that new thing in this game. Eureka. Eureka. Eureka! Right. Lots yeah. Not so fast. <laughs> yes. Alright, so so I guess uh, basically, uh, it, do we think it would have been better if they didn't try to do away with the courtroom scenes? Because it seems like they, I guess, uh, what we're saying is that they were just trying to shoehorn in the courtroom gameplay into the investigation scenes. you think it would have just made more sense to not bother trying to do that and just have the distinct sections like the other games? I always thought that worked well, you know, because it kept the game varied. You'd investigate, then you'd have courtroom scenes, so it would mix it up. And here I, I found myself wanting the courtroom scenes kind of as a change of pace, but there weren't any. Mm -hmm. I think the game is I mean, tries that with the uh, cross-examination to try to switch things up, but... I mean, when you get to, like, say, the last case, the last two hours or so of the game is nothing but cross-examination, so kind of yeah. the idea of switching up, it doesn't work. So why do, you, why do you think they made the decision to do that? Why do you think they took it out of the courtroom? Probably to differentiate it, you know, from the rest of the series. To try to, to, make, try to make the game new, for, make the game seem new, fresh, different. Mm-hmm. Plus... Probably it would be way too easy if it was courtroom stuff because Edgeworth wins every single trial just by bullying the judge. <laughs> True. Unless he was going up against Phoenix in this game. Ah, what do we think about that? That uh, Phoenix was not in the game and only got 
very subtle references, or maybe not so subtle, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, it made me sad because I was hoping to a return uh, to you know non hobo Phoenix, <laughs> porcupine haired friend I with the him. blue suit and the red tie. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think in general I was kind of hoping for more uh, tangible appearances by other characters in the Phoenix Wright series. Like, there were a bazillion different mm -hmm. random background cameos to other mm -hmm. characters, but I was kind of hoping they would be more integrated into the story, I guess. Mm. Especially Phoenix, but also the lesser characters. Well, you're talking about you wanted more of the main characters, I should say, because, like... Um, Old bag was there. That's true. Uh. I thought she was hilarious, but um. her and Mary worked well in the storyline. But I think the other cameos, like Meekins or um, right. Ema Sky, that didn't work. She just showed up and right. she had like three minutes of dialogue and then she disappeared. Right. And we never saw her again. I, I guess. I guess by main character cameos, I just mean I wish mm -hmm. Phoenix and Maya were in it <laughs> yeah. and pro professing their their love for each other. But I guess we're not supposed to talk about that anymore. <laughs> so what else about this game? Well, K annoyed me. You didn't like K. I did not like K. Really? But I, I think the, the reason I did not like K is because I was hoping for something different. Mm. I, uh, I read about her description in the, the booklet, and I thought this was going to be like, I don't know, a grown-up woman mm. helping Edgeworth. And, you know... That maybe it would be, maybe it would be a romantic interest, and maybe it would be interesting to see Edgeworth actually come out of his shell a little bit, and you know, show some emotion. And then <laughs> Kay appears on the scene, and it's just like, oh, great, another underage Japanese teenage sidekick. Yeah. You know, the Japanese really do love their underage, uh, their teenage sidekicks. I mean, they're like comic books uh, back in the fifties. So it wasn't. Maybe I don't know how much of it was um, was was Kay herself. I think a lot of it was just me being disappointed. Hmm. I think some of it might also be the translation. I've mentioned this to Paul, but in the original Japanese, Kay is supposed to be a ninja, mm -hmm. and for the U.S. release, they changed ninja to master thief because Americans don't know what ninjas are. <laughs> yeah. What is this ninja? <laughs> Interesting. So I can't help but wonder if maybe that's why her character is not very good. It's because they're trying to shoehorn ninja into thief. Right. And stuff gets lost in translation. Hmm. Well, yeah. I kind of think in general that the translation uh, slash localization of the whole game was very, very weak compared to the other three games. It just it it did not have as much I don't know life to it. I f I feel like it was just much more a a strict word for word translation without really adding or I don't know I don't know how to articulate this exactly. Um, no, a good translation knows how to go beyond the literal. Yeah. And capture the spirit of the words too. And then and they might translate things. Uh, I notice a lot of the things are not translated. They're just straight from the Japanese and. They're hard to pronounce, which confuses me. Like Yadagarasu right. and yes. all the other ones. <laughs> and Amano, and the character names, too, yeah. Yeah, I found myself kind of skipping over them in my head while I was reading the text in the game just because I had no idea how to pronounce them. 
You know what I did like, though? I really love the relationship between Miles and Francesca and how that was developed, um, especially when they showed that scene, that case where she was, what, 13? Oh, now, yeah. Francesca is, she is a good teenage sidekick. I really liked uh, young Edgeworth. <laughs> I was really excited when he, when we got to hang out with him. See, the artwork was so good because he was, like, you know, back to his sort of cocky Edgeworth. I guess he's always like that. But, um, like, sort of early Edgeworth uh, um, style. And he looked so young and fresh-faced. And that was a lot. I, I really enjoyed that um, chapter of the story, actually. Yeah, me too. And Francisco with a riding crop. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, I, I, like I said, I really love the way that their relationship was developed. Because you kind of, you really do see how very much he thinks of Francisca as a little sister. And there's this weird tolerance that he has for her that, you know, she beats him with a riding crop and yells at him and calls him names and always refers to him as Miles Edgeworth. But he um, he doesn't yell back. There's always this tolerance and restraint and underlying it, a kind of affection that's really cute. So that was one of that was one of my favorite things about the game. I like that, too, but. I think the only problem I had with that is that they never he never explained that he thinks of Francisca as his sister. So if you haven't played the second Phoenix Wright game, you wouldn't understand. Yeah. But that's just I, me. I thought it was relatively apparent in the way they acted towards each other. It was a lot of sibling rivalry stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about the pacing of the game and the way that the chapters were set up? Like, one of the things that I was... A little bit, I don't know if I want to say put off by, but I, I thought it was a little strange. Like, because you start, you play the first case, and then immediately you have to go, like, sort of backwards in the story to to a time before the first case with the second one. And then it's yeah. not until, like, really far into the game that you actually get to pick up the story of, like, what's happening with Edgeworth and, like, the thief thing that he mentions. Like, especially with the second case, when you, when you go back before even the beginning of the game, I don't know, I felt like it was a big step backwards and, like, nothing was really happening in the in the second case. I don't know. What did you guys think about that? I thought that, for one thing, I think the threads tying all the cases together were very weak. Mm. Yeah. So the fact that they were jumping back and forth in time would have made more sense mm -hmm. if the storyline were such that it's like you reveal more here and then you reveal more there and you see how this connect case connects to this one and how they're all interwoven, but mm -hmm. because the, the threads were so weak, the, the jumping around was just jarring. Mm. Yeah, the official order is case number two, and then case number three, and then case number one. Right. Yeah. Actually, case number four occurs first, right. so it's weird. And it's always it's kind of weird at the end of case number three when the victim of case number one shows up. Right. That's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are there are threads that connect each of the stories, but I mean, like you said, Banji, they're they're pretty they're pretty weak. And so I guess yeah, that means that like the only like core story that happens from the beginning of the game to the end of the game is just in the first and last chapters, and then everything else is just sort of backstory. Which I mean, I guess if you're not thinking about it that way, like if you want to, if you rearrange them in your mind into chronological order, then it makes more sense. But for me, playing the game, I felt 
like almost like I wanted to skip ahead like I wanted them to get back to the story of like what's going on I don't know and I mean you compare that to something like the third Phoenix Wright game where um you know you have that whole thing with um Iris and Dahlia and how they appear and reappear and there's this this backstory that's just slowly revealed piece by piece Mm -hmm. throughout the different cases and you know when it finally hits you full on it came together really well and was really effective. And compared to that, this was just so... Mm. Oh. Yeah. Not great. I agree. I wonder if uh, th- this game just had different scriptwriters than uh, the other three games, you know? It kinda, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, it could just be the translation, but it, it kind of doesn't really feel like it was either written or uh, localized by the same people to me. I agree. I'm guessing localized rather than uh, scriptwriter. Or script. I'm guessing localized <laughs> rather than the other one. <laughs> I mean, that's just just my guess because the economy went bad. So I imagine Capcom just fired all of their workers and replaced it with people with no experience. It turned out to be not a great idea. If that's what happened, <laughs> so it affected the uh, bottom line quality <laughs> of the game. I'm sure the unpaid interns enjoyed it. <laughs> So, we've been talking a lot about this game, I guess, but... Hmm. Have we said much so far about Mr. Edgeworth himself? How does he appear in this game, say, is it different than his appearance in the Phoenix Wright series? Well, I think he's he's definitely a much more developed character than he is uh, at the, you know, the beginning of the first game, and possibly throughout the first game. He's a, he's a lot more human. He's not mm-hmm. so much just... Uh, an antagonist and and an evil person, mm-hmm. and I and I think it really uh, emphasizes the growth that he went through throughout the uh, Phoenix Wright trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. I almost kind of prefer Edgeworth as a strong side character mm-hmm. rather than a leading person, because one of the great things about Edgeworth was always kind of his mystique, I guess, um, and the way that Phoenix saw him. Um, so you think it, it takes away from the character that we're now, you know, in his head, seeing, like, literally what he's thinking. <laughs> literally. Well, not literally in no, his head. No, actually, okay. literally, <laughs> in the logic scenes. Yeah, like, oh, you're, you're no longer a god, you're just a man. <laughs> you see him basically undergoing the same indignities that Phoenix does, and Phoenix is a much, a, a much goofier character. Mm. Um, and so somehow, you know, Miles, who is so dignified... To see him take one hit is really funny. To see him take hit after hit after hit just kind of, it deflates like, the character no, a little bit. You grab that whip and you yank it away. And right. You, and you wag your wag your finger at Francisca going, ah, 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 I'm Edward and you don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have a point. I mean, you know, I, f- I feel like because it focused so much on humanizing him, it it made him rock out a little less. Hmm. Hmm. I can see that, definitely. Yeah. You know we almost named uh, one of our cats Miles Edgeworth? <laughs> actually, if, our, if, if one of our cats had been a boy, I would have insisted. We're actually, uh, we, we're, we're planning to get a, a pair of bunny rabbits soon, and we're considering naming one of them Edgeworth. Excellent. Phoenix and Maya are also oh. up, for, up for debate. I was kind of voting for two bunnies, one named Miles and one named Edgeworth, no, but, no. but Lizzo shot that down no. for some reason. No. 
So, um, hmm, I think other questions. What about, say... Well, we, we haven't talked much about Kay Faraday yet, the uh, the mm. sidekick, or have we? We've talked a little. I, I want to put in my two cents. Um, I, I did really like her, actually. Or maybe just because I didn't, like, like Vanjie, I didn't, well, as opposed to Vanjie's experience, um, I didn't read much about her beforehand, so I wasn't disappointed, I guess, when she showed up. And I'm okay with the fact that, that she's pretty much Maya, um, take two. Um, cause I, I like Maya and I, the game was lacking in that sort of, you know, spunky, goofy, uh, fun, um, girl character. So I liked her and I thought that, um, her, her badger get, uh, thing was like the, the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Made me really happy whenever she did that. She never got all of them though. She never got all of them though. That was so disappointing. Yeah. They just left that loose end there. Setting up for the sequel, I bet. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a sequel? Do you think they're going to continue with uh, Edgeworth as his own franchise and just completely spin him off from the Phoenix Wright games? Do you think they should do that? I think I've made my feelings clear. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind if they did that, mainly because it's not Hobo Phoenix, but if they were making, like, you know, Phoenix Wright number four, you know, Apollo Justice didn't happen. Um, I'd prefer that. How about Phoenix Wright's triumphant comeback? That would be pretty cool, too. Post-Hobo Phoenix. As long as they explain where Maya was during Apollo Justice. Off being a mystic? No. Not the no. Maya I know. Well, but, yeah, she's a mystic. <laughs> oh, but she would have been there. She would have been by Phoenix's side. Maybe. She would have showed up at some no, point. No, Phoenix married Iris. Didn't, didn't, you didn't play Apollo Justice, so you don't <laughs> know that Apollo is actually Phoenix's son with Iris? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Is that actually... You're just making that up, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just with you. <laughs> No, but getting back to um, what was said about uh, Kay Faraday, I don't know, I guess she's an okay character. I, I had the opposite reaction. I thought the game was sort of overloaded with um, wacky sidekick character because we have Detective Gumshoe working with Edgeworth pretty much all the time. And with Franziska in case number four, she's not exactly a wacky sidekick, but that was funny enough. I liked her better as a sidekick. Yeah, I kind of liked her better than Kay Faraday, too. I think I would have liked to see more Gumshoe as a sidekick, because he only really followed you around in one of the cases. I, f I feel like yeah. you didn't really spend a lot of time with him, and that was kind of what I was expecting going into the game, was like the Miles and Gumshoe fun happy hour. <laughs> but no... Gumshoe accidentally steps on the clues and Miles docks his pay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, maybe it would have gotten old. I mean, does, does, I don't think uh, Gumshoe actually makes any money anymore. <laughs> I think he probably, you know, has to pay the department to work yeah. there. He, he's been in the department so long, you'd think he would have developed some skills at some point. Gumshoe, he does things. He probably he probably sneaks into the break room. You know, he's sucking down packets of uh, creamer and, and and sugar just to stay alive. Oh. Yeah, he manages to keep a decent physique. No, Maggie Bird feeds him. She keeps him well fed. 
Oh, I'm sure she, she does. Me? Sure she does. <laughs> okay, she, maybe she got fired from her job as a waitress, but maybe she became a waitress somewhere else. I don't know. No, I actually took a job as a security guard and got fired from that, too. <laughs> and then she was a cop and she got fired from that. <laughs> her, maybe her unemployment checks are paying for everything. Well, she is getting unemployment checks from apparently 60 different companies. <laughs> she's, she, yeah, she's, I think she's making a living off of severance packages. It's interesting, or maybe it's not interesting, maybe this, this is a boring plot device, but in the Phoenix Wright games, Maya's always getting accused of murder, and Maggie's always getting accused of murder. So, did anybody else see it coming that Kay Faraday would be accused of murder? <laughs> If you're in a Phoenix Wright game and you're not getting accused of murder, it's because you're actually the murderer. <laughs> That's a good point. Or the judge. <laughs> they need to do that next game. Yes. The judge accused of murder. <laughs> but they need a different judge. They could bring back a... Didn't he have a Canadian right. brother or something? Yeah, with blonde hair. Yeah. How interesting would it have been if Maya was... Um, Edgeworth's, uh, you know, sidekick for one of the cases. That would have been a weird dynamic. Well, I guess maybe it wouldn't be that weird, because Kay basically is kind of a, a, a derivation of Maya. Well, I mean, do you guys know about the uh, Phoenix cameo in the third case? What? It's, it's hard to find. It's basically a hidden cameo, is where you can see Phoenix, Maya, and Pearl no. at the park. No, really? Yeah. I missed that completely. Yeah, I didn't catch that. It's the second great, I think you're lying. No, it's the second time you go to the Wild Wild West area, instead of going directly into the room like the game wants you to, going directly to the place where Edgeworth was being held captive, you can actually escape. You can go to the left and just see Phoenix, Pearl, and um, Maya. But they're in a boat. You can't talk to them or anything <laughs> like that. And Edgeworth doesn't say anything about them. They're just characters in the background for you to see. I start yelling at him from shores like, Phoenix! Yeah, really? Hey, Phoenix! <laughs> Come be in my game! I don't think the Edgeworth character would have done that, though. Can I, I, I just want to say, if we um, if we make, our, as we have talked before, of the Phoenix Wright um, musical, Game Cola style, I think uh, Mike Ridgeway should play Edgeworth. <laughs> He's been doing a really good Edgeworth impression <laughs> during the podcast. That's... I second that, but uh, <laughs> I don't think we're going to do the Phoenix Wright musical. They've already made two of them in Japan. Oh, but those ours aren't will, in English. Ours will be <laughs> will have boys in it. <laughs> ouch. Well, Not ouch. No. Theirs is all girls. It's an all-girl acting troupe. What do you expect, Paul? Oh. Anyway. Miles Edgeworth, yes. Yes, of course. I don't think our Phoenix Wright musical is getting off the ground. Oh, it'd be fun. It would, but Mateo only writes New Age music. I counter your argument. Here's where you're wrong, and I have the evidence to prove it. <laughs> oh, but objection! You're wrong, Phoenix Wright. You didn't know about this evidence. And how it proves you wrong. Well, then I call for another testimony with this amended evidence. All right, Phoenix Wright, you can have it. 
wondering that number. Yeah, I, wa- I was. <laughs> I was. That was very good. All right, I have a question for you guys. Um, is, okay, this is something that I thought of when I was playing this game. Is Edgeworth's hair gray or black? I think it's black. You do? Yeah. I assumed through the whole first three games of the Phoenix Wright games that Edgeworth's hair was gray, but it struck me. Well, you're wrong, Lizzo. It struck me all no. of a sudden that it could be black. Done. Done. It's black. Done. No. He's a little young to be having gray hair. Francisca has gray hair. She has blue hair. It's white hair. No. Well, I don't it's mean I don't blue. mean gray gray. It was silver. You know? Yeah, white white or silver or white hair runs in the Von Karma family. Manfred had it. That's right. Okay. So I That's because he was sixty five. Maybe, maybe they're a family of albinos. <laughs> I always assumed that Edgeworth had gray hair, but then in this game I noticed that his hair was the same color as Kay's, which You're was definitely black. So You're wrong. Done. Oh no, my world has been shattered. But wait, but isn't his hair a lighter color than Phoenix's? It's lighter than and Phoenix's Phoenix is definitely black. So isn't it if it's lighter oh. than black, doesn't that make it gray? There's different lighting on the other side of the corner. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm so confused. This is very important to me. Oh. We're going to have to consult, like, um, the official pictures in the handbook, I guess. Uh-huh. No, I think don't think the handbook said... I'll check right now. <laughs> Does it does it have hair color listed in their little biographies? I know the website has um, eye color, mm. which presumably should have hair color as well, right? Yeah, that would be really helpful. Well, wait, is the is is the website really like? Are you talking about the official Ace Attorney website or like the court records fan website? Um, the Ace Attorney um, wiki. Mm. Mm. How official is that? I don't know. <laughs> I like Wikipedia. It's fine. Mm. No, I... Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, about that hair Dude. color. Any hair color. A. Faraday has green eyes and black hair, and she was born in 2001 to 2002. Whoa. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, well, these games take place in the future, right? No, she is actually seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no they, they do take place in the future. Sorry. You take place in the future, Paul. <laughs> no, it says right here, Edgeworth. Oh, no. Eye color gray, hair color black. Oh, oh my goodness. Born yeah. in 92. Oh my goodness. Done. <laughs> wow, he's born in the same year as my sister. <laughs> His French name is Benjamin Hunter. You're making hmm. Benji feel old. <laughs> All of us feel old. Yeah, really. <laughs> are you, Benji, are you sad because Edgeworth's too young for you? <laughs> He's too young for me, too. I'll take it. For Francisca, they have blue eye color and light blue hair color. Weird. Blue? Whoa. Because it's blue. God, how could you, like, not notice her blue hair? Those people don't have blue hair, Michael Gray. <laughs> It's a Japanese thing. No, it's silver. Are we Japanese, Michael Gray? Silver is the Japanese. Check Michael Gray. TV shows. Michael Japanese Gray. Blue hair. Michael Gray. Yeah. Am I Japanese? I'm Am not Japanese. Japanese. Michael Gray? No. There you go. 
Keep the nipples there. <laughs> anyway, all right, I'll I'll accept here. that yeah. that problem solved. Even though in my mind I will continue to think of Edgeworth as having silver hair, but that's okay. I didn't think it was silver. I thought it was more gray. Gray, gray, silver, whatever. Same. Well, silver's more shiny. Black. Anyway. <laughs> it is definitely officially black. I can't believe this. <laughs> black hair, gray eyes, and they spell gray not the way I spell my last name, which always bugs me. Yeah, mine either. I got it wrong. I'm going to have to update this Wikipedia now. <laughs> Wait, Edgeworth has a pet dog named Pesu? What? What? When was this? Maybe that's in, like, the... Oh god, that's not in the manga, is it? Yeah. No, Michael, you read the manga. Was it in there? Was there anything about his dog? No. <laughs> Nothing at all about his dog. I'm guessing that the manga probably isn't considered canon anyway. At least there are certain parts of it that I really hope are not considered canon. <laughs> Let's not go yes. into that. It's a family podcast. Well, I do remember reading a a um, rather humorous fan fiction where Kay Faraday is buying um, Edgeworth, the Edgeworth manga and torturing him with it. <laughs> that, that was fun. All right, so there were any anything else about this game we want to talk about? How did, how did everyone feel about the the controls in the new uh, third person perspective? Yeah. I could take it or leave it. Yeah, the controls were okay. I've heard complaints about controlling using the touch screen, but I never did that, so... Yeah, I, I used the uh, D-pad for, for, I mean, all the movement and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with the uh, take it or leave it. I mean, it's... I don't really know why it's it would be any better than the first-person perspective in the Phoenix Wright games. I guess, it's just, I guess it's just different, and maybe it's something they were trying to do to differentiate for it from the Ace Attorney games. I don't know, I think they should spend more time on the on the text and less time developing a new engine for the game, personally. Well, I mean, they it did take them, like, a year to translate it, and then they delete it, like... It got delayed several times, I think. Did it? Yeah, no, it was supposed to come out at Christmas, but it got delayed till February, February 2010, mm -hmm. which is when it came out. So... I don't know where I'm going with that. So I guess overall, were, were people? I'm getting the sense that people were were a little disappointed with the game. I liked it. I mean, I guess it wasn't everything that I wanted, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, I feel the same way. I liked it overall. I enjoyed playing it, and I really like Edgeworth. So. But I guess in comparison to the other Phoenix Wright games, yeah. In comparison, it was. I I didn't like it as much, but I still liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael Vanji. Yeah. That sums it up for me. <laughs> I was hoping for more Edgeworth Francisca, though. I mean, um, as I've said already, case number four was awesome with Edgeworth and Francisca, but I didn't really... There wasn't... The magic was gone with the dual Edgeworth and Francisca. Did anybody notice, I mean, like towards the end of the game where they just packed every room full of characters that just stood around and watched the whole scene? Well, they do that with every uh, uh, Ace Attorney game. They do? Hmm. I didn't notice. I mean, usually it's just um, 
I think it's usually just Phoenix and the sidekick and the, the person he is talking to at the moment. The characters yeah, are, at the end oh. of the game, they like to do the big reveals where you know, yeah. you know, it's you know, it, it basically flashes to everyone in the room going boom, 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 boom. You know, the huge reveal is dropped. No, they do that. Yes, but I mean, like, in case five, half the case was Edgeworth had a crew of, like, five people following him the whole time. Because Edgeworth rolls deep, yo! <laughs> yo! Edgeworth is gangsta! <laughs> I think he would very, very much not appreciate you saying that about him. So, what did people think was the coolest moment of the game? Because I think the coolest moment of the game was case number four, where Callisto you just pulls out a gun while doing the objection point. I just like that picture. I like the badger that? get. I already said that. It's <laughs> my favorite. I'm actually kind of having a little trouble thinking of a specific moment from this game that really stuck out at me as being awesome. Maybe that's part of the reason that I didn't really like it as much as, as some of the other Phoenix, or all of the other Phoenix Wright games that I played. Is just there is nothing really spectacular about it. Edward pointing his hand, finger at people and waving, <laughs> as usual. I kind of like the scenes with Gumshoe and Little K. Oh, I thought they were cute. They were cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they're sharing that candy bar or something. <laughs> the uh, Swiss roll. The Swiss roll, yeah. And she's, mm. give, she's sharing it with him because he doesn't have enough money to get one for himself. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> yeah. For Gumshoe. Also, watching Little K kick Edward in the shins was kind of fun. <laughs> I like Little K when she, like she would get like cornered or something, and she back up and she do like a little dance like a cat. Yeah. She like put out her, her hands and be like, you can't see it. Well, Vanjie can, but I'm, I'm <laughs> bopping back and forth like Little K does. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, yeah. I that I remember that animation. That was pretty cool. I wonder why they didn't do that for older Kay, because she does do that. Um, do, 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 do. Because I'm doing a video walkthrough for this, and I just saw this recently. In case number three, where she thinks she's caught the, uh, she thinks she's caught the bad guy, she does the little dance thing right there, but they don't show the animation of her picture doing it. They just show the, um, you know, the sprite of her jumping back and forth. Doesn't she do a lot of air punches? Yeah. Yeah. And she puts her finger underneath her nose. Uh, hmm. I thought that was kind of weird. What are you saying, Michael Gray? Are you saying she's picking her nose? <laughs> I say that's projection, Michael Gray, and I won't stand for it. No, I'm not saying she's picking her nose. I'm saying I don't understand that piece of animation. Maybe she's just rubbing it. I don't know. <laughs> she's just itchy. She has allergies. Maybe she oh. I thought that the proto-badger was, like, the scariest thing I've ever seen. So that's not on my favorite list, but I but I would put that on my most effective list. The part where it, like, sneaks up behind Edgeworth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That good. freaked me out. Yeah. And then every time I saw it afterwards with those big empty eyes. Yeah. Scary. Still yeah. Oh, what did you guys think of... Uh... Kay's uh, little uh, thief tool that let her reconstruct crime scenes, or uh, that's how we used it in the game anyway. What did you guys think about yeah, that? Yeah, I thought that was, a, that was a good gimmick. It let you play with stuff yeah. in a way you couldn't do, so that was neat. 
Yeah, it was okay. Did it? I guess. Did anyone mm-hmm. else? Sorry. Go ahead, Michael. Roy. It doesn't seem technologically feasible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was it was far-fetched, but as a game mechanic, I thought it was cool. The game set in the future. Yeah. It's okay. They have that kind of technology. Oh, awesome. And they put it in the hands of teenage girl sidekicks. <laughs> yes. Well, no, she inherited it from her father, who was the real master Super thief. Mega. Something like that. A.K.A. Ninja. <laughs> ninja. That would have been cooler if she was a ninja, but I guess she... Hmm. Would that have worked to have her be, like, a, a wacky ninja? Have there <laughs> been wacky ninja characters? Yeah, you know, she doesn't really act very much like a ninja. She's a, she's a little too she buoyant. Break- yeah, but when we first see her, she's, like, breaking into the theme park for no apparent reason. <laughs> and then she gets stuck and can't get back out. Some ninja. Yeah. <laughs> you see why I was disappointed. <laughs> I think she just broke in just for plot convenience so she could meet up with Edgeworth. I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Yeah, actually, I'm starting to, to sway over to Vanjie's side now. It would have been super awesome if she was, like, really skilled and stealthy and, like, cool and self-confident. Well, she's already self-confident, but a, a different sort of thief character. Mm-hmm. That would have been You think there was a little too too much wackiness? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I, liked, I liked her a lot, but I'm, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it could have been really interesting. It's, it's kind of interesting, actually, that they surround Edgeworth, who is, uh, I, I think it's fair to say, a fairly serious character with, with a bazillion <laughs> wacky sidekicks all over the place. I, I, I wonder if that was, you know, something they were really trying to do to try to change the tone of the game. Hmm. I think I, I think this kind of goes, I, I have this theory that it's a sort of like, well, obviously there is a culture divide between us and Japan. It's just, Japan doesn't like to do badass characters that much. They like the wacky people. Things, mm. or they like the angsty ones. It's it's in the at most the badass characters are ancillary, and then when the badass character gets his own game, it's <laughs> he becomes either angsty or wacky, mm. or you know you know becomes surrounded by wacky people, and you know it's. I think we look for something different. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it wasn't that the Edgeworth game was bad or that it wasn't fun. I just feel like it could have been better. Yeah. It could have been more yeah. fun, more cool, more neat. And it, it wasn't. Edgeworth goes in guns blazing, explosions behind him. <laughs> and then and then when the last guy, like, oh, or when like the, the, the bad guy, you know, raises his gun and after the gun battle just goes click, Edgeworth raises his finger. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, does the finger wag. Kablam! Shoots him in the face. <laughs> um, this brings a question. Um, Detective Bad. Do you think Bad... I mean, do people agree that Bad stands for badass? Or no? Eh, I mean, it's not very subtle uh, symbolism. I, I didn't think it was very cool, but I've read stories where, like, he beats up Chuck Norris. Are people really still, do, still doing the Chuck Norris thing? Yeah. Really? Because they're afraid of what Chuck Norris will do if they don't. <laughs> oh. Okay, here's, here's a question about Detective Bad. The things with the lollipops and the mirror, does that say to you, 
wacky in-joke or censorship? Ooh. Mm. Because, yeah, I don't know. I think it's more, I think it's a bit of a wacky in-joke because at this point they're known for, you know, kind of having someone look like they're about to pull a gun or something and then it not really being a gun. So they're just kind of, I probably first it kind of started with censorship, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like. Self-parody. It's self-parody, yes. Hmm. Also, he might be gay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> where did this come from? Okay, what kind of man keeps a mirror like that on his person at all times? He's he just very That's sensitive important. about his appearance. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. He's at least Metro. Not not with that code. <laughs> it's a it's a code. I was thinking that too. It's a code of it's sentimental books. value, though. He has to wear it because it reminds him of I forget what happened in the game. <laughs> Something with all poles. Something Being shot, yeah. somebody shot, perhaps. Yeah, I forget already. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Says the guy whose hair always has to be perfectly coiffed. Not always. I can get it must when I'm out doing sports. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No, I uh, don't know. Tried looking up. It doesn't say anything if that's like censorship or not. Yeah, I think it's kind of. I think it's a little bit of both: self-parody and censorship. Yeah, but the joke only works like once, and he does it constantly throughout the whole time. That's true. I mean, maybe it's funny the first time when you say "ha." That's not a cigarette. That's a lollipop. But that joke gets boring after the fifth time. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the grape juice the, the grape juice thing gets a little bit old after a while too. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a joke? I this thought point, that probably. Just it, is it supposed to be wine or grape juice? I I don't know. It's wine. You know it's wine, but <laughs> it's just he was drinking grape juice. He got really smashed off grape juice. <laughs> oh no, he has grape juice all over his nice trousers. It's just like really <laughs> He wakes up on the floor of the bar, you know, and it's yeah, not because he has juice. grape juice to drink. It's because of the earthquake on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I he changes things for Hobo Phoenix then because he's addicted to grape juice. Right. And I thought that really was grape juice, but, um, hmm. Hmm. Guess he's a drunkard in, in addition to being a horrible, horrible person. He's drinking because Maya's not in the game. So depressed. Why isn't she there? Paul, you didn't even play the game. <laughs> I read a summary of the plot. That's enough. Trucy is Maya 2.0. Well, if Kay's not Maya 2.0, then Trucy is Maya 2.0. So she's there in spirit. Only she, now she's a magician, not a... Um, uh, uh, the well, well, in the in the Japanese version, she was a ninja. No, you're talking. He's talking. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, that, was a that was a hilarious joke. Sorry, I didn't follow that line uh. of humor. It was a, too far above me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on a second. Try that joke again. No, no, it's okay. 
No, I have the sound effect, though. I have to... <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh, come on. I'm not doing it. It's going to forget it happened. Okay, so I, unless anybody has anything else interesting to say, I think we're pretty much talked out about this game. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have anything to say. I'm enjoying my lollipop right now. I actually have a lollipop. It's it's delicious. <laughs> and it's a grape-flavored lollipop, so... Oh, so that means it's made out of alcohol. Yeah. So that's it for the Game Cola Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Any, any final thoughts, if we could think of any, that make make us sound clever? Hmm. It's a good game. I would give it a 6.5. That's no, well, that's bigger, better than average. We don't do decimals don't anymore. Do, but I can't decide whether it would be a 6 or a 7. Sorry. I'll, uh, I'll go up to 7. 7. 7 sounds decent. It's, it's a good game. It's... It's just kind of, you know, it, it loses a few points because of the expectations. Yeah, mm. yeah, right. Yeah, actually, I would probably be a little harsher on it because of the expectations than a 7. I think if it was translated by the original Phoenix Wright team, it probably would be higher up on the scale. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the translation really hurt the game for me. Okay, well, this has been Game Cola. This has been the Game Cola podcast about Miles Edgeworth Ace Attorney Investigations. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening, everybody.